Hello and welcome to Know Your Wrestling. I am your host, Mark Sylvester, and I hope to be reminding long-time fans and showing non-fans why wrestling is so good. Today I'm joined by my special guest, Nick Eve. Hello! And I thought as Nick kind of went out of wrestling between the years of 2000 and 2007, I thought I'd show him a few matches, so today I've been focusing on three. Yeah. So Nick, before today's episode, what is your knowledge on pro wrestling? Uh, it started when I was uh, in primary school, um, loved all the 80s kind of uh typical kind of the 80s get up got into the early 90s wrestle i think SummerSlam 92 was my first main uh real pay-per-view i remember building into 93 94 didn't really watch a lot of 95 96 then the attitude era when i was at school at college really kicked in for me and then i got out of it about oh one oh two picked it up again in about yeah probably about yeah 11 12 so good 10 years so who was the wrestlers that you connected with the most like who did you really like or? um it was more well back when I was a kid. It was more the uh, I always preferred the IC title run. I just thought they were they were better matches, better built, better workers. I I never was a massive fan of Hogan's shtick. It was it was all right for a bit as a kid. It was kind of to marvel to look at. But oh, I just kind of got a bit older. I kind of grew out of the oh he gets a crap beating out of him then he wins. So um, I always liked the IC. So I mean it was yeah Slam, SummerSlam '92 with Bret Hart and um, Bulldog was amazing. And then it, it kind of you kind of get into Mr. Perfect from then to Tanker. I like to Tanker. He was just quite, it was quite throwaway, quite fun. Yeah. Um, and all those kind of workers around the IC title. I mean, Razor Ramon came in. He was a solid ladder match with Shawn Michaels, that kind of stuff. So oh, that was, was a great ladder match. Really good. It was that WrestleMania eight ten? ten? Yeah, great ladder match. Um, and yeah, and that was it for me. Yeah, and then I was a big rock fan when the Attitude Era kicked in. Were you an Austin so, fan at all as well? Did what, you? Yeah, I was. Not as I, I think I always preferred The Rock, but uh, yeah, Austin was, it was never bad, never not entertaining, and you know, always exciting watching him come out and do his do his thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, the whole attitude era was kind of I can't kind of my kind of era for when it. When you stopped, was it when Austin turned heel then, or did you carry on watching? I know, a bit I after that? I I missed the start of the invasion angle, so that was oh one. Yeah. Um, so I I missed yes yeah, so it was about oh one I stopped I think it was just at this time that well Vince and Shane as it were bought um, WCW I kind of missed that okay. and that's pretty much my cut off um, so I missed all that. I I missed yeah I I do I've seen a fair bit of it now but I do see how um, and then when he was him and Angle were together in as part of that kind of ridiculousness I, I missed all that but I've seen a lot of it now and yeah I I wish I'd seen that live at the time I bet that heel turn. I missed the heel turn at WrestleMania. Was it 16? 17. 17. 17. That yeah. was like, that was one of the moments a lot of people say is the moment that made them stop watching it because it's like the guy who they were into and who they were like, who they could feel they were the everyman was but like, Aust- oh, But Austin said himself, like, he felt he needed it. Maybe he shouldn't have done it in retrospect, but at the time he felt his character needed a freshen up. Mm. Um, and, and the fact that he would even think that to a man who was making so much money. Mm. Like everyone was buying oh, his shirts when yeah. he came out, had a massive reaction. He's thrown reaction. away merch money essentially, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, that's one of the like same with Punk when he turned heel back in 2012. He was mm. like, oh, I'll, "I'll do it then," but look how much money he yeah he built he built up stuff. to get to that point of selling all the search and uh, the, the merch he was, and then he threw that away because they kind of asked him to, and he kind of go, "Well, that's a lot for someone to give up when it built up to that level. It's taken that long to build up to that level." So it was. Uh, I wish now I'd wish I'd seen his uh, his heel turn live would have been. Yeah, that would that would have been great at the I time. I mean, that moment happening was like, oh my god, it was insane. Well, crawling in bed with the devil, you know, him and yeah. man, jeez, you'd never. And have... the hand sh- and that famous handshake, yeah. and you hit that, here, the little, JR nod, going, the little nod. Yeah, 
Yeah. Shaking hands with the devil himself. What have you done? Damn it! Oh, I yeah. was insane. I, I thought the Hilton was really, really good. He, we did since his podcast. He says mm. so in retrospect he would have maybe stunned McMahon and then, but then it's like, well, yeah, exactly. You never would, have, and then we might never had the what. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bit annoying. It's kept on being used, but at, at the time. The what Fine. was great. There's nothing wrong with it. You, you, if you go have these fun catchphrases every now and again, like that, it worked. Still works now every now and again. People yeah. leave that deliberate same, pause. Same with the ten. Test to ten. Yeah, that does get a bit annoying now when they do that for every one of the rest of the referees counts out of the ring. Uh, and then another oh. no, 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 really big charm that we invented, British fans did, was when a guy goes one for the fans go one for. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a very British. Really thing British. As well. That's really taken. Yeah, I like that. I really I like well. that. Because it makes the like. So many Americans were bitching about it, and now they all do it. Yeah, they all do it. Oh, I think it's fine. It's, that's absolutely fine. I just because uh, when I went to see it. NXT uh, Takeover um, London, mm. all the fans when it was the big, obviously the championship match when they yeah, yeah. match skill for one fall. One fall. Yeah, it was great. You why know? Not? And I did it all through the because uh, I watched followed a lot of Twitter feed for the UK Championship. Um, I didn't get to watch it uh, a lot of it live, but so many Americans. Oh, what's this one fall crap? Wish they'd cut it out. I was like, just fine, we're just all getting involved. We've paid our money, mate. You know, as people say, you know, you paid your money, you can chant all you like to an extent. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're not being rude or offensive to the wrestlers, you can chant or do whatever you want, I find. Yeah, as long as you they don't mind, you know, they're, they're paid, they're, they're heel or face, they're there to get a reaction. Yeah, you know, look, look at Roman Reigns now with the reaction he gets when he walked out, rest the um, roar after WrestleMania, he had everyone in a palm of his hand. Yes, four, five words. That's it. Everyone hates the state of that man. The matter. Yeah, no. I, I kind of feel like, that even though I'm not a big Roman Reigns fan, I kind of feel a bit bad for the guy where it's like, oh, technically yeah. it's not his fault, it's just the way he's booked. I was. I, I, I thought he was like the cool one in the Shield. That was fine. And he was like your powerhouse. That was cool. And they would have been better just to keep him actually silent. Actually just have him say barely anything on promos. And, and Build him, him as that just... Yeah. Deathly quiet. And I, and I think with him you. being in the shield, they were able to hide his weaknesses because he's by himself. You, yeah. A lot of people notice his weaknesses are a lot more and stuff. Which exactly. is just have him pull out the high end moves. Yeah. And the, the brutal stuff. Which is why I think if it was still part of the shield, I think there'll be a lot more cheered. I think they'll bring it back. I reckon. I, I mean, it'll SummerSlam, possibly. Maybe. I mean, they want to make Roman Reigns really popular, so I reckon yeah. they will at some point. They probably will, but they've got to be careful how they do it. That would be interesting. but Yeah, I mean, they don't want to annoy the fans even more, especially after the Royal Rumble 2015, mm, just how yes. Cena's own Brian went out. I remember, oh, yeah, I, I, mean, I remember watching that and being it, so it, upset it because it's like, you had a man who the fans naturally oh, like. And, you well, know, what's worse, they're knocking him out early. Uh, it was too early, I don't doubt for a second it was. He should have won it, that's fine. But what would have been worse, him going out when he did or, Ro- or Roman eliminate him, Brian, to win it? Oh, I, I'm not sure. I wonder what would have got a worse reaction. I, I kind of think maybe eliminating him in the last four might have been better because at yeah. least he was still at least there. Getting down to he was gone. Yeah, getting down to the win. And that's when they lost the fans. Mm. That was crazy. It was. And also as well before today's episode, have you ever heard of the wrestlers that we're looking at today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Angle is clearly an absolute legend. Michael speaks for himself. Yeah, uh, I was not. I'm not massively au fait. I know Christopher Daniels in. I've seen a few of his matches from TNA, but not massively au fait with him. But yeah, Edge and Mick Foley, yeah, definitely. So yeah, very very much au fait. And Styles and Joe. I've, I hadn't seen a lot of their history. More Styles. I'm, I'm aware of he all his work in New Japan. Not seen a lot of it, 
but um, just very, just in the ether, just like everyone knows how good he is, even though if you haven't seen a lot of what he does. I saw a bit of his TNA stuff. I had I hadn't seen a lot of Joe, and I'm aware of his history with Ring of Honor and and all that kind of stuff, but not seen a lot of the history. But you just kind of the way they're taught around, you know, they're big deals. Just seeing how AJ Styles has been over the last eighteen months, it's just been ridiculous. So that just reaffirms it even more, you know. And the fact as well that when they were in Orlando for the Royal Rumble last year, just his reaction alone was oh. like insane. It's like it's great that even better when they got the camera on Roman Reigns for the first ten seconds. Brilliant. Yeah, I know. Jesus. So weird. But that was yeah, and especially you didn't expect that necessarily that kind of theme tune for Styles either. Not at all. So that even clouded the the reveal even more. And when it said "I am phenomenal," yeah, on straight the away, and George, straight everyone away. knew instantly. And then three, I mean, like, I, even and when I was three, watching with my friends, three. why not kick a rumble off? Yeah, big moment and all that. I'm surprised they didn't have a number two or something. Because, you know, yeah. sometimes they have, like, back in 2013 when Jericho came back, he was number two. True. And then the big moment, that was really cool. That was, yeah, that would have been started off well, yeah. Yeah. And now we're going to about the matches then, guys. And match one was between Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 21. So 
Soden, my friend, what do you think about this match? Um, I thought um, going into it, obviously, Angle was was your heel. You could see on the promo how he'd uh, he, yeah, he'd been a bit of a dick, frankly. Um, just low blowing people, ankle locking randoms. Um, I thought the match was built really well. Um, just a little Angle had the heel tendencies throughout. You know, over grabbing a hair and just, I mean that um, kind of angle slam into the ring into the ring post was that looked pretty brutal. Um, the pair of them speak for themselves from their selling. The technical first half of the match was technical, and then it just turned into brutal. It just built very very well, and both of the, how they both uh, put on the 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 false finishes uh, and the close three counts was really well sold. Really well, so and the end, the end was really well done, really well. Yeah, done. I just love the intensity of Kurt Angle, and just even in the promo, you can just tell just how intense he intense he was, and how much he just wanted to beat Shawn Michaels. Like, because mm. I mean, these two at the time, I think even still are two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Oh, that Angle's got to be in your top five of anyone's list. I define, I mean, worst top ten, but he's got to be without doubt. I mean, look yeah. at what the guy's done and the technical and ability. the fact as well he picked up so quickly. Oh, like, how after quickly! His first year, he oh. was he. Oh, he's amazing. Well, he won three titles in his first year or something stupid like that. I mean, he he, he won all the singles <clears throat> titles in his first year. No time yeah. at all, and it was, and he and he didn't look out of place at, Not all. at all. I mean, I, what was the, what was the him rock and Undertaker triple threat? Uh, that was a great. That triple was a great threat. match. Vengeance two thousand two. Yeah. his feud with Brock Lesnar was really good. Really good. I mean, their Iron his... Man match on Raw, SmackDown. SmackDown, Smackdown. was amazing. His matches against Samoa Joe were really good as well in yeah. TNA. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I have didn't... you ever seen the lockdown cage one? Oh, I haven't slightly... seen a lot of his TNA stuff in TNA actually, but I hear it was absolutely brutal. And I know he had a lot of personal demons at the time, but I heard the matches he put on his like he did not give a damn. Yeah, Frankly, I mean, his matches just... against AJ Styles as well were amazing. Yeah, I should catch that. I, yeah, I've, I've caught bits and pieces, but I've not watched like a run. Yeah. Um, I should do, really. But no, that, that whole match was... I mean, I, I could see that that must have been one of the strongest on the card. Yeah, I it mean, was the strongest on the card. It was one of those cards which was good. It started very well, and then after that match, because obviously the other matches like JBL and Cena with Triple H and Batista, they weren't known for their yeah. work rate, so no. it kind of went... But obviously the first <clears> half was literally work rate. Yeah, work rate. Sorry, and then later on it got a bit. That but is. any particular spots or moments that stood out for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it was brutal. Yeah, that um, angle slam into the post was pretty brutal. I did like uh, the, the the table spot, even though the table didn't break, which you don't expect it to break all the time. No. Um, but that that was that was very decent. Um, and I just it was yeah, it was just a whole intense. Part of it, you know, and once it kind of got into the, you know, we've done a technical bit now, kind of that's phase one done. We're into phase two. Didn't really let up. It was, um, and it also worked <clears> for each, <throat> each wrestler's like uh, strengths. Like obviously, Anger was the very more intense, which might be yeah. the more flashy sort of. But I like the touches of things like you know, at one point, um, was it Michaels wasn't letting go in the headlock in the technical phase of the of the, of the fight, and just the way that you could see um, Michaels was trying to kick kick out essentially the ankle lock. And Angle just wasn't letting it go, and that adds his kind of heelish kind of part mm. of this, this storyline up. And well. the amazing athleticism <clears throat> as well of Angle to do the top rope Angle Slam as well. Oh, that shows that's, his, yeah. That well, was but, a, but even his um, shooting star press, even that landed, you know, nearly landed well. I mean, it's well, better than Brock Lesnar, let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently, with the Brock Lesnar one, apparently, John, John Anonitis actually told him to do it. Yeah, they he, did. He, he tried it once on Crash Mats earlier that day and landed it, and they went, yeah, it's fine, we'll do that then. 
Yeah, I think he was uh, slightly out of position, so I was like, that would have yeah, been a was, that was supposed to be the finish of the match, far. but it was still a good match, though, that one yeah, was. Yeah, I, was, I haven't watched that for a while, but no, this this was just very, very good. Very, very good. Just You you combine to it when it's just good storytelling, and there's just clever little touches throughout the match. Just buy into it. That's it, really. Here's an interesting question for you. If no one's ever watched wrestling, would you recommend this match for people to watch as well? Because sometimes yeah. when I get certain guests, I like to ask them where they recommend matches to show new yeah, that, fans. That would well. be a really solid one. Um, you know, you can show them the promo beforehand. So you've got the clear, defined storyline: who's who. Um, you know, if you yeah, you've got the technical side of it, we all know how this is choreographed stuff, and it's how well you put that together, and it's how well you make that flow. Every, you know, so many people can do these moves, but can you can you sell it well? Can you make it look effective? Can you put a succession of moves together? So it flows. And, you know, you've got all the technical stuff at the beginning of this match. And it kind of reminded me, it kind of reminded me that the Michaels-Benjamin match on SmackDown. They kind of, the fact how technical that was at the beginning. In that instance, you had Michaels who looked like he was going to go heel, getting frustrated. In this, you had Angle kind of getting frustrated. So reversed, as it were. But mm. it just, so you had the technical side, you could see those little nuances. And then it just fell into your high-end, high-impact moves, which is essential. We all wait for... But yeah, totally. you, you had both parts of it. So it's and a, also it's a good the, the fact as well, the amount of selling that the both of them did to make every move like work and they let every move breathe. Like even though I love nowadays rest, I find sometimes they do a big move and then they carry on. But There's this one they did yeah, a big move enough, yeah. and then they like the, the angle slam to the post. Like usually they would have picked them up sometime straight away and put exactly. it back in the ring. Now they kind of left it for a minute and then did it. But I, I kind of like they'll do a you know they did a, you know an angle slam out of uh, desperation and then he he pauses because he has to crawl over for the cover. That's cool. I, and they I, also I like the that. amazing switching music when you had Angle like saying to oh, Michael, yeah, yeah. you're not going to beat me, you're not going to beat me. Switching music and, and then literally, it was like on the floor because it's shown the exhaustion of the wrestler exactly. as well. And that was your, oh. that was your uh, yeah, your desperation move. And it just, again, it just builds that story. Well, yeah, there, there is a bit too much in a modern day of people don't sell a bump. And you, you look at the facial expressions, even in uh, someone's got... You know, Michael's in a headlock on the floor. You see Angle really looking like he's wrenching it in and selling yeah. it. And you, you know, the camera work is nice and close up, and you see how red, you know, Angle's head's going. And yeah, and you can just see how they're selling it well. And you buy into it, then you buy into it. You know, you just suspend reality and just buy into what they're doing. And it's easy done when they're doing it really well. Definitely, man. I mean, what would you get that match then out of five? Well, it's a solid four, four and a half, easy. Just, just a very, very good match. That, that would top most. A lot of pay-per-views. Yeah, I was same as you. Four point five out of five for me. That was the best match of the whole pay-per-view WrestleMania twenty-one, and just and the fact as well we had this amazing dream match that people wanted for years and years, and obviously Michaels being injured, and then finally they were like first time. Was this was this first time they'd? That was the first one. Really, the first one. They had a few other matches afterwards, but this was the first one. So and obviously being WrestleMania, they had the brand split like against each other. So you had a SmackDown guy versus a Raw guy. So. It was just yeah. yeah. I can imagine it. Yeah, if I'd, I'm, I would have been excited to see that. Had I'd have watched that at the time. Yeah, that would have been. And yeah, yeah such a good match. Any final thoughts at all? I, I tell you, I kind of want to see what happened after. Frankly, just even I mean, because you've had... seen it now, you kind of want to go. Mm. Okay, what happens now? You know, where does where does Angle go from here? They had when Angle got moved on to Raw. They had a match at Vengeance, I think it was, and then they had a 30 minute Iron Man match on, on episode of Raw nice. as well. Which was a really good match too. It was that kind of the end of their feud after that, and pretty much, yeah. On. And then that's when uh, Michael's a move on to Hogan. 
sort of, <laughs> sort of time. Yeah. I will catch up with. I, I, not, I haven't seen that in a long time with Michael's ridiculous selling. That's and that's another story for another time. Um, oh yeah, that was oh, such a <laughs> that was such a funny match. I remember watching that live and just thinking, yeah, he's doing this on purpose. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I don't blame him for a second. You know, that's no. Anyway. <laughs> But no, no, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed that. And uh, well, I went quiet during some of the matches. So if you're keeping me quiet, then you've done quite well. <laughs> and then match number two was between AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels at TNA Unbreakable back in 2005. It's time for the signature division of TNA to take center stage. It's time for the X Division Championship match. And here are the X Factors. Back in August, the unbeaten Samoan submission machine, Samoan Joe, captured the Super X Cup to become the number one contender. The Fallen Angel, X Division champion, he may have influenced the outcome last month at Sacrifice, but TNA officials insisted that AJ Styles deserves to be included in the three-way. At Unbreakable, they're gonna settle their differences. X Division title goes to the wrestler who scores the first submission or pin. Will it be Samoa Joe, the phenomenal AJ Styles, or the champion Christopher Daniels? First man headed to the ring is undefeated in TNA. He is the Samoan submission machine. It is Samoa Joe. about this match this was this was just brutal this just didn't stop this this was like this was like watching the film crank when jason statham gives us a shot of adrenaline and just doesn't stop running this just did not stop um some amazing spots um i'd never seen this match and it was brutal frankly and yeah there's not much more it was three very good guys very strong guys i mean Joe really is that. I mean, we know how good AJ Styles is. Joe really is that good, and Christopher Daniels really 
stood toe to toe with them. Uh, I don't yeah. think he is as good, but it, that's that's not you know that's not exactly a knock, is it? Jeez, um, so many good spots in this. Um, it was just so fast. Everything seemed high risk. Um, the monkey flip into the hurricanrana was was. That was pretty good. Um, I just love the fact that Samoa Joe, being a man two hundred eighty pounds, can do the shouldn't be di- oh. should, like doing the diving like moonsault over the top rope onto both Chris Daniels and AJ Styles. Like he has no, it's right, amazing. He has no right to be that um, versatile and that athletic. For, I mean, that's not it's not not because he can do it, obviously, but it, given what you would typically say is his frame, he's a large chap. We all know that he shouldn't like Kevin Owens now shouldn't necessarily be able to do that. In in the grand scheme of things, and uh, compared to the, the leaner, thinner, more you know, yeah, wiry guys, um, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, just the ability, and and you also expect bigger guys to tire. Joe doesn't seem to tire either, and he sta- he keeps up. I mean, you see, you, I mean, he, now as he's getting on now, in some of his matches, he looks like he struggles a bit towards the end, but he still keeps up really well. He's yeah. not bad. Jeez. Not at all, and I think Joe as well. Someone that one addresses a bit like Kurt Angle is so intense of every move that he does. It's just so like he really sells it. You know his yeah. facial expressions, and you know as much as you could look like you're really going to give someone a stiff clothesline or the Iraqi whatever that the kind of the rock bottom standing up rock bottom yeah. thing. You and can the muscle sell buster the, yeah, as well. Oh, the muscle buster. Yeah, yeah. That can just look brutal. You could let that go and make it look as you could actually have the your person taking move as soft as it could possibly be. But he sells it where it looks really good. I mean, the muscle buster has always looked... It looks like it would break your neck. Yeah. Every time it looks like it. And that's very cleverly done of how they make the move look like that and obviously don't. You know, it's very... I mean, Samoa just one of those wrestlers <laughs> that even when I first saw the man, I knew instantly straight away I'd like him because he's just so good and yeah. so... Yeah, you, you, you wouldn't have to watch a lot of his matches to really buy into him, whether a heel or face. It wouldn't really yeah. He's only ever going to be a heel. Really? Has he ever had a, a face run? Uh, he has, but it was nowhere as good as his heel no, run. No, because just, he's a monster. Like he he's, he's this killer, this monster. I mean, you're not going to buy him as a face, really. Not you're at just all. Not. I, I mean, mean, AJ Styles, as we said, is amazing in this match. That's some of the moves that he did. His spiral tap spiral was tap. amazing. Do we, I just don't. I've seen it a few times, but you, I haven't seen him do that, or I haven't seen him do any of that. That in, he doesn't done it in WWE for a start. Um, he just don't, or maybe doesn't house shows, but he doesn't on on the televised no. stuff. Um, so to see him pull that out of the bag was pretty special. The, uh, I mean, in fairness, him getting the Joe into the torture rack. Yeah, um, that was amazing. And then, and then, again, and then the, the slam as well afterwards. Yeah, like, yeah into, into, pounds into the false impre- finish was pretty... Uh, yeah, essentially, it was a kind of modified powerbomb. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and the finish itself, I mean, I, I said to you while we were watching it, I, I'm not a fan generally of roll-up victories. It kind of feels cheap. For some storylines, I get it. Like the recent Rollins Samoa Joe one, I get it why because you've got to make Joe look strong, like like you said, and you don't want Rollins to lose because he's your baby face. Yeah. Point. So they, it has its place. That's fine. But this was absolutely fine. He's reversed the wings of uh, Angel Wings. Angel I think Wings. It's called, um, yeah. He re- reversed that. That's absolutely fine. And they they taken Joe out before that, so that that's absolutely fine. And and again, you can you can just have a match for those two. You can kind of drop Joe into another feud, and I don't know what happened. I'm grabbing. Oh, afterwards, now. basically, <clears throat> Christian Daniels, in a sense, turned face, and then you had uh, Joe destroy Daniels, and then the next month you had Joe against AJ in a match because AJ okay. was like, "You, you should the exhibition with about respect." You'd, yeah, and yeah. then he would come out. Joe would come out with basically a towel with Daniels's blood on it. Oh, nice. Because Joe was, and those matches were really good as well. Yeah, I bet. Who was the actual TNA champion at the time? Was that Sting at the time, would it have been? Or? No, I believe that was in that match, it would have been Rhino. 
I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Bloody hell. Or, or Raven. Rhino or Raven, one of the two. Bloody hell. God, I wouldn't see it. I forgot Rhino was in TNA. Yeah, man. It was, it was, it's insane just how many it's people we look at it. It was at the time, wasn't it? I, know, I mean, I know that the first things were the first kind of couple of years were a bit dodged, but once they kind of got into a stride, in fairness to them. I mean, this was at the time niche. when the exhibition were at its peak. I mean, mm. this is the match that, even though everyone gives it five stars and everything, this is the match that is, in a sense, like the thing that makes TNA why it was yeah. so good at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, I and mean, that's just, yeah, if you took that even as your starting point or just before it for the build, yeah. yes, uh, that, would, that, would, that would see you through a couple of years' worth of watching it if you wanted to kind of go back over it, without a doubt. But just just how quick the match was from start to finish. I mean, it, it, really it, good spots. Just yeah. really good spots. I mean, even the first second when you had Daniels like going, <clears> oh, you got to beat me, you got to beat me. And then you had Joe and then brutal AJ kicks. just brutal, brutal oh. kicks to... Daniels and just how like loud and how much selling Daniels was doing. It was just even in the first second yeah. was just you know it's gonna be a good match because okay. some matches I find like they might be start slow and then get into it, but with that match it was just instantly just like amazing. Oh, that yeah, just went from naught to sixteen in split second. That was there was no kind of okay, let's build this baby up. There was none. Oh, I suppose you can't. Re- we it's difficult to do that with a slow build with a triple threat. Yeah, um, you that only works if you take someone out quickly. And then and also, two guys will build it. And also, as well, being the X Division, it's known for being the more faster sort of patient match, in a sense. Yeah. They kind of had to start I suppose that's quite the equivalent of your IC title, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at the time, like, the X Division was, in a, in a sense, the uh, IC Championship of TNA. Yeah. It was the match that everyone knew was going to be a good match. A good workers' match. Yeah. yeah. I mean, would you give that match an out of five? That's got to be pushing a five, in fairness, for just I'm, I'm the same as you, five out of five. Yeah, too. it's got to be. At worst, it's four and a half, but just... If you if you had nothing else, that that could headline a lot of pay per view. I mean, you think of all the pay per views. I mean, that was the one that headlined headlined that pay per view. Actually, would have had to. (laughs) There's no other option. Who follows that? Who follows that? It's the same with the whole um, back at WrestleMania where you had Michaels against Undertaker, and was just like. How can he? And then the then finally the next year, twenty six, twenty seven, or whatever was, yeah, yeah. And then the next year they had it headline. It's like. Yeah. How can you have a match that good and not headline a pay per view? Yeah, I think they learn. <laughs> I think we, yeah, we'll yeah. do it again, and I think yeah, this will headline. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know who did follow the first one. Oh, uh, that was Triple H, Randy Orton. Oh dear, because it was a very it, yeah, it was a very intense view. It's like you had a man yeah. who was attacking oh, was this his where family, he was kissing Stephanie, and yes. punted Triple H and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you would yeah, think yeah, yeah. they would have made it like a hardcore match because well, yeah, it's like you, Triple yeah. H is pissed. You know why he's he's just going to want to beat seven shades of crap out of Orton, and we'll just do a straight one on one. Oh no, yeah, no, you wouldn't want to follow that. It could have been worse. It could have been Batista in there. Could have been Batista. And who was the, He had a bad WrestleMania. It was it was no. His Undertaker wasn't wasn't the best WrestleMania match. Undertaker Batista. I, I quite like that it, one actually. It, I thought it was quite a good one. Well, for in fairness, like Dave doesn't have quick matches, does he? Bless him. He's pretty limited. But it wasn't actually. You know, I watched that recently. That came up on a YouTube feed recently. It wasn't bad. It it, it could have been worse. Uh, there has been worse. I mean, then again, wrestling <clears throat> Undertaker, who for those years had so many great matches. That mm. I mean, the Hell in a Cell match was amazing with Triple H. Yeah. The obviously Michaels Punk match were really good. Yeah. Edge match was really good as well. Was. Yeah, these. Like you said, was it twenty three to twenty nine? Or not exactly a bad run, was it? Not um, at all. <laughs> I think it's amazing that when he got given actual really good wrestlers to wrestle against, just how good those matches were. And every year, everyone knew taking the match was gonna be the best match. Yeah, I mean, what I I I suppose the first what's the better one though? The first Michaels one, probably just about. Yeah, but just about. But it's kind of like as I said to my friend Jimmy when we did Undertaker one. It's kind of like. Right, yeah. 
it's kind of like making Bohemian Rhapsody 2. Like, it might not yeah. be as good as being Rhapsody 1 because it would have been class. It would yeah. still have been class, but it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's really hard to like. Fairness, both Triple H matches were brilliant. And the first Fairness. one as well, back at 17, was really good as well. Yeah. Which, which they yeah. forgot about. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That was, yeah, I've not watched that in a long time. Long time. Because that was always overshadowed by um, Austin Rock. Austin Rock. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the first, like, real proper taker match that was actually really good. Mm. Yeah, he was never given that many good... Because he was always your big man killer, kind of. They never yeah. really fed him to particularly good people a lot of the time. You know, he, I mean, he's had... he's had what well, we, we said earlier, Giant Gonzalez, that's was just terrible. Yeah, I mean, that was just... Chloroform, what? Um, Seriously. King Kong Bundy, that was... The oh, Diesel God. match was a bit... They, that match was quite rubbish. Yeah. Um, 15 was a really weird match against the big boss man in the Hell in a Cell and then he hung himself. Was this it hung himself? Oh, yeah, that just, was weird. Just awkward. Just, you, you've literally killed a man yeah, in then front seven, of 60,000 people. And then 7 and 8 was the squashes against Jimmy Snook and Jake Roberts. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. The beginning of the... Yeah. He, so it was only really from about kind of 17-ish onwards that he's had... Yeah. But even so... Still. 19 was, wasn't was that great. 20 was... Who's 19? Uh, that was Big Show and uh, Albert. Oh, when God. Nathan James was his tag team partner. Oh, but God, they took him up dreadful. because he was so green. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, they didn't... Yeah, that's... Mm. 20 was against Kane. I thought 21 was quite good, actually, against um, Randy Orton. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that was when they might have ended mm. the streak, was against Orton. Yeah, Legend Killer, they thought about it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah and then the next year was against Mark Henry. Because originally, apparently, it was oh, supposed to be Kurt Angle... That. Don't to end the streak. Well, ironically, with Mark Henry, he was best when he did his fake, um, his fake um, retirement. Yeah, and also the Hall of Pain. That was Hall really good. That was really that good. Was the it. whole, the whole Hall of, Hall of Pain. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, man. And we also, as I said earlier, would also would there's a match that you would show new fans as well to potentially get them into it. You'd have to for if you for an exciting fast pa- fast paced match to go. Yeah, you'd have to. Of course, of course you would. That, yeah, that would be... If you really wanted to get someone into it lively, that would be... Uh, look at this, mate. They're throwing themselves around like absolute nutters. Yes. And you've got a good you've got a good mix there because Daniels is, I suppose, a bit... It's not exactly not that he's not built, but I suppose he would have been your leanest guy. You've got Joe, who's a fairly big guy, and you've got AJ, who's a bit of a short-ass but fairly well-built. So you've yeah. kind of got a good mix of bodies there to kind of go, this is what these kind of guys are capable of, given this guy's... So and it's amazing as well, like even when you see these people in real life, just actually, even though they might be just seen as the smaller guys, yeah. they are still huge. I bet they are, yeah. I've, that's only compared to, you know, you've got, you know, have you heard of Tom Spiracy? When they, when they get Tom Phillips interviewing people and they get, yes. the other, like, he just opens his legs and makes himself look small so the other guys look massive. Um, and I remember some wrestlers, they would have them like on boxes to make them look bigger yeah. as well. <laughs> just like some mean jeans like holding the yeah. mic at the top of his arm or something. And I'm here with, wow, you're massive. Yeah. Or stood a bit, he's still like miles behind him or something stupid. But well, they've got to, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? They've got to sell it to you like that. Well, look at Boulder. What was he, five foot ten? He's no yeah. taller than me. Um, and they made him look quite big. I mean, Austin was quite small. He was only six foot two. I was going to say six one, six two. Yeah, I mean, in the scheme of it, that's a good size, good height. Yeah. Um, but not massive in the, in the scheme of it. I mean... I don't think. Uh, I mean, Bret Hart's only six foot. I think five eleven, six foot. He was never no, not the tallest. Um, but they still make these guys look massive. Like Jimmy Anvil Night Art was about four foot three. Tiny. I mean, look at Rey Mysterio. He was another one who was like tiny, but would make. Yeah, they somehow and kind of try to make him look big. Like, we all know he's tiny, mate. Yeah, and I remember that was really weird when he got really muscular. Obviously, he must have taken steroids, but yeah. remember when he got yeah, like, really muscular, really fat? It was just like, yeah, it was just mate, really you were, weird. You're about as big as my biro when you were in in WCW. You were nothing yeah. fighting 
Juventud or whatever he was. And his match against Eddie Guerrero were really good as well back yeah. in WCW. Halloween Havoc 97. That was a good match. And they were both tiny then. Look at the size. I mean, they were proper proper cruiserweights back then. Yeah. They? Proper. I mean, even look at Eddie Guerrero, just how big he got as well. He did, yeah. He, I mean, yeah, you, you do have to question the old steroid use there. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's... I know we all put a bit on when we get older, but that was a bit... Uh, yeah, he did get big. when that, I remember, was it one of his last runs with China? Yeah, he, he was suddenly whacked on the bulk. Yeah, he yeah. did, yeah. But then again, in, with Vince, he's one of those people who likes the big, bulky guys. He does. Vince he? McMahon likes big, sweaty man. <laughs> yeah, oh, that kind of... Yes, he does. Yes, he does. That's oh. why Kevin Nash got a title run, let's be honest. Yeah, because he was a big man. Big man. Rubbish, yeah. but big. Any final thoughts about the match at all? It's just really good. I, I I would be keen to see those kind of Hollywood years of, of TNA, which I'm guessing was what, 04 to 07, something like that. Pretty much. It was before Vince Russo came in. <laughs> so I mean, have you, have you heard about the really bad Last Rights match? Which no. was, everyone was saying fire. OSW did a review of the Destination X pay-per-view and it had a Last Rights match, which is basically a really bad um, cast-it match. I was with Vince Russo... Speciality was it? Yes. Jesus, I mean, the death of WCW tells it all. Was it the last was it eighteen months or two years of that was just yeah. a cluster? Yeah, a massive cluster. Fuck that was. I mean, oh, I was a. Such I, a I never. I was fuck. never. I never got into. I could watch bits of WCW. I kind of got into the Goldberg run a bit, but we where did we get? Did we get it on like Challenge back in the day? Uh, what did we used to have, get it on it Sky? Was on, it like was on TN, TNT. TNT or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because before it? we actually got Sky, we used to watch it, but then as soon as we got Sky, it, we couldn't no, get we TNT couldn't get, anymore. No, we couldn't get WCW. And so you have to it watch it on like Channel 5 was, or like always, something weird. There was always a weird, I don't know if it was the mic effect, but the sound of uh, the wrestlers falling on a WCW ring always sounded more brutal than a WW. It was a different sound. Yeah, it was. Different yeah. WW. It sounded like they were falling literally on straight onto plyboard. It, there was no padding, nothing. It was really it weird. It sounded brutal. Mm. Um, like when you watch back Survivor Series 89, because obviously they're having a lot more wrestlers in a ring, yeah. it, it, even just the sound of the bumps in that one, it was a lot more louder. It, I don't know how, if it was a mic setting or just how they set it up, but um, it always any bump in WCW always looked harsher. I don't know. Yeah. There wasn't much give, or I don't know what, or just sound. I don't know what. It, obviously, it's mics up under the ring and amplified, or what have you. But uh, yeah, I never, I never followed a lot of WCW. It just, I just didn't buy into a lot of the characters there. I know they they had their moments, and I know they did. Obviously, I won the ratings war for four years straight, or whatever it was. I but, mean, the NWA was a thing that literally took WCW. And oh, of course. Well, I mean, Fair, like Hogan's heel Hogan's heel turn yeah. was one of the biggest moments ever mm. in wrestling. He t- he, ca- he came in a little leaner, didn't he, back then? He was off the roids back then. Yes, he was. Came back very lean, but I thought he looked better Nine, for it. Yeah, 93 when he came back, he was a lot yeah, more slim, wasn't did, it? Yeah, he did, yeah. WrestleMania yeah. 9 was what it was, yeah, when he came back then. Or 10, or 9 or 10, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but was it 96 when he did his, his heel turn? Yeah, back yeah. at Bash at the Beach. Yeah, it was, yeah. And no one expected it. And uh, it was a great heel turn. I mean, that's when the heel turn works, is when you do it absolutely at the right moment. Or yeah. out of nowhere, but still makes perfect sense. Because that's when it's expected. You, well, that, sorry, not when it's expected, but that's when it has the most impact. And that's that That was brilliant. That was really effective back then. Can't argue with that. But no, I mean, t- this, this TNA match was just really good. I was, and can you see as well? Like I think as well. Like this is the match that everyone was like, "Yep, yeah, this is when TNA was at its best." And you know that the X Division, you always know you're going to get a really good match. Well, I can't imagine there would would be, if any, many better matches than that 
at all in the whole of TNA. I, 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 know, I, I don't think they would at all. I don't think they is at all. Actually, I, I can see why that's that's held in the very highest. Day. Maybe well, maybe one of the Joe Angle matches, or maybe one of the Matt Angle AJ matches. But I besides would like to go that, back over. I, I said to you earlier, I never really got into um, Kurt's uh, TNA run. Uh, I know it was brutal with Jarrett and obviously the wife thing, and and uh, it was a bit wanky when he brought China back. I know at one point, but yeah, I that think, was weird. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, hey, I'm a porn star, but I'll still wrestle crap. Um, but I suppose that kind of had to end the feud at some point. But um, yeah, but I know he, I know he was in his depths of alcoholism or whatever he was into at the time. Um, Kurt, but I have seen few of clips of his matches back then. They did look like they were brutal. Yeah, they were really, 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 really good. went for it. So, but I'll be interested to go back. <laughs> and I, I, I would, I'd like to see Styles because I know Styles was in TNA from the very beginning. Yeah, pretty he much. was in uh, Ring of Honor and TNA yeah. from the very beginning, pretty much. And because uh, I, I watched a couple of uh, uh, an early uh, TNA episode one way, Jarrett um, guitared a dwarf after the dwarf <laughs> pulled a gun. Why not? Let's have let's have casual racism and stereotyping on uh, yep. uh, that, that that whole episode. Basically, they just let's put a black woman in a cage and say that she doesn't belong here. What really, really? We're, mm. Yeah, okay, fine. But that that was a horrible watch. But, but the AJ matches the were amazing. Styles, even the Styles match he had that night was really good on that show. Was it, was it one of the matches against Jerry Lynn? Because I remember like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Because they had a turn against Jerry Lynn earlier or just before, just after. Um, really I remember the match when he won the Exhibition Championship mm. in itself was really good. His final five minutes against Jerry Lynn were amazing. He just doesn't have bad matches, Styles, in fairness to him. I mean, he, not look, at his, look at his WWE run. He's not had a bad match. No, his matches against Cena were amazing. I think really his first were. one against Cena was the best was really the best good. of the two, but yeah. But even against Roman Reigns, he didn't exactly have a bad match against Reigns. No, he, he made Reigns look so good. Really Because did. he's such a good wrestler. I love AJ Styles. That's why I'm so happy he's in WWE now, so people can actually see how good he is. And I mean, he, they've match... used him well, in fairness. They, they yeah. haven't let him down. They Not haven't. at all. Anyway. And then match number three was between Edge versus Mick Foley at WrestleMania 22. Mick Foley 
has gone from being a hardcore legend to a cuddly teddy bear. A Muppet. Mick, you're pathetic. Oh, yeah, Edge. You spoke the truth. But by doing so, you've awoken something inside of me that was sleeping for too long. What do you think about this match then? Obviously, the first two matches were more technical, yeah. more wrestling matches. And this one, I thought, show you a proper hardcore match. What just do you think evil. About this match? Just evil. It was just nasty shit from hit one. I mean, we know that the, the essentially the dinner tray, the tea tray thing, we know it's going to be tinfoil, but it sounds brutal. Um, every bar, I mean, the, the use of barbed wire, I mean, we know they kind of, we're not daft, we know that they kind of protect themselves while they do it, but this looked nasty. It just yeah. looked nasty. Um, I mean, you're saying this is pretty much towards the end of where headshots were allowed. And because it was kind of felt quite impactful watching this because I haven't seen it. We all know it's done flat across the back. We know that now for safety, essentially yeah, like taking course. a back bump, which is absolutely right, you know, given, you know, head traumas and, and concussions, or they, they've got to do it right. But uh, and the whole Benoit situation was probably oh one of the Christ, things that caused it as well. Which, so, which, which is, I think, is good. I'm out of the shots that. But I just find it really weird, like I was saying when we watched the match, that Mick Foley had more shots to the head way more than he did, and Mick Foley he's seemed seemingly to, and okay. he seems seemingly okay. Doesn't yeah. seem you know. But you seem to have more imp- seeing that now. Seem to have more impact given you haven't seen headshots. Well, when were they banned? It must have been oh, two uh, thousand seven. Right I was after say the seven Benoit. Eight. I was going to say seven. Right, or it was eight. definitely right after the Benoit situation. Um, so, without a doubt, uh, seeing headshots now, you kind of go shit. Yeah, cool. I mean, it was like I mean, looking look, back at the like the I rock, the rock match, yeah, what? the rock. Was it fifteen chair shots? Yes, or whatever it was. And you kind of go, "Fuck me, that's." And the thing is, what they, they were, they weren't soft. As well. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, well, hands hanging yeah, behind hand, the back. Yeah, and the fact is, like, wham! It's like Jesus. Yeah, they they weren't glancing blows or or not um, at all. Or, I mean, looking back at the match, it was still an awesome match. But even uh, as you said, you you kind of cringe as well sometimes. Yeah, th- there was. I mean, this at least was was this was varied. This was a hardcore match. This was varied. It had its spots. I had its you know certain you know the the tax the Barbie. Uh, you know the the barbed wire soccer, which you know is not really good, but but still it looks good. Um, and the amazing like spots as well, where you had McFady thrown right into obviously on his leg and just oh, and the, in, into the steps into as the well. steps. That yeah um, yeah that whip into the ramp. Yeah, I've got that. That was yeah that didn't. Look nice but just every use of the weapon I mean in fairness every use of the weapon was justified and done well it wasn't yeah it didn't feel excessive like it didn't feel awkward you know there was no. a, you, it bordered on it I I'm not sure I like Lita getting the uh the barbed wire sock I'm not sure I like that I'm guessing at that time it was more kind of part of the hill thing part of the hill yeah, thing yeah. and also because he's the face they like, would get the reaper cut which well, is why nowadays you don't see much no exactly and that's probably why I didn't like it because I don't you don't see that now you they, know. they do it in a few independent promotions like there was a promotion called Lucha Underground where yeah, yeah. you actually had a match where you had a man against a woman exactly yeah really well, well, she won a title recently okay, yeah she had a yeah, title she did, for a yeah um, and it's yeah I mean in Matt, again you don't see a lot of blood 
and this was this was proper blood. I mean, Mick Foley having the barbed wire around his waist for the early spear, and yes. you, you can see the puncture mark from the barbed wire in Edge's arm. You see the actual blood. And coming also, out of his when arm. you see it, you, you're like, it's one of those things. You're like, you wouldn't expect it because you just no. think Mick Foley was just wearing an extra flannel shirt. And when you see it, it's like, that's really clever, really good. And you, yeah, I know because I think as well, Mick Foley is someone who's even though he's known for being a hardcore man he's also really good at his selling as well making every move that Edge was doing to him look at Mankind when, when he used to when he used to kind of used to uh, 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 while he was doing that you know as he was doing it which is part of his that was a terrible impression by the way uh, but that was part of his thing it kind of sold it really well yeah. um, and but he's, he's but on, on contrast we were saying about Joe Samoa Joe um, not tiring Mick Foley like instantly always looks like he's knackered from within 30 seconds of match but We'll just keep going, and that's kind of quite endearing, which is part of, I suppose, his character that he'll just take ridiculous bumps as we know he damn it, he's killed him, um, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, that I show one of my friends the Hell in a Cell match, and he was just like, Oh my uh, god, had he ever seen it before or not? No, oh, Jesus. I mean, it's bad. I mean, it's a weird thing with a table spot because we well, you know essentially a table will break your fall. You know, so we know it looks brilliant. It's look everyone wants to see it. Everyone has someone going for a table, but we know it breaks your fall. So we know in the back of our head it doesn't probably doesn't hurt. I'm sure it does. I'm I'm telling that a massive injustice. So coming off the I and mean, that's a high off the cage. Yeah, we know it's going to look brutal. I don't know if breaking it. I'm guessing maybe the table helped, but him going through the hell in a cell and breaking the damn ring, which wasn't. I mean, that wasn't supposed to break. No, the, it was I just mean, very back body drop, and he was yeah. just land on the fucking. I thing. mean, the first one was planned, but then yeah. the second one through the really cage not, into the ring. Wasn't I think. At all. It, I think you can even see Undertaker going. Shit. Yeah. Oh. Bollocks. And the fact as well, he went on to even finish the match as well, just shows just how tough teeth he is. coming out of his nose. Yeah, I know. Jesus, wet. And it's, a, and it's amazing that when you see his family watching it, especially the rock match, and you see them crying and stuff, and it's like yeah, that, that's when that was awkward. That his yeah. family are front row, and you've, I mean, I mean, watching that be on the match was like. Yeah, I bought yeah. that. I bought. I saw that for the first time beyond that last year. Oh, really? First time ever. Uh, I I got it in a charity shop for a quid, and I thought, you know, what, I've never seen that. Watched it, and it was. It was horrible to see Jake Snake as he, you know, descended yeah, to what he was before the DDP, yeah. thing, which is really good. Um, I think it's amazing just how far he's even gone. Jake Roberts and same Scott as Scott Hall. Hall. Uh, that's been incredible. Um, but Have you ever it, seen Wrestling in the Shadows, the Bret Hart one? Where no, the, that's I want to see that. I just haven't got. No, I do want to see that. It's on YouTube. I will find that. No, I, I, I think I've got well, it on it a save be list. On YouTube. I'm, I'm sure I've got it on a on a save list. But yeah, I mean, to, yeah, to see Mick's family at ringside and uh, and then afterwards, was was there part on that on um, uh, under the mat where you? Was it? Do you see the Rock apologising to his or, or consoling his family? I can't. Yes. Know, I'm sure there was. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah, Rock, he came and checked him over when he was having all his stitches done afterwards, wasn't there? Yeah. You couldn't see Rock going. Yeah, I might have gone a bit overboard there, might and I. Fuck, I've. Ooh. But I guess it's one of those situations when you're in that situation and the adrenaline's going through you. you well, you, well, you're you putting a show really... as part of it, yeah. you know. And they would have planned a lot of this out, you know. I mean, I I remember seeing a YouTube clip of Triple H and The Rock practicing a match in an empty stadium and the people have got the, the video showed side by side of their actual match that evening against their rehearsal and it's perfect sync 
Mm. So people do, and they do discuss these things. It's not like they're not going to do a lot of it on the fly and go, now I'm going to hit you with 20 chair shots. I've already yeah. handcuffed you, mate. You're fucked. They're not I mean, Randy Savage was known for being the one who would meticulous. meticulous. Yeah. I mean, Ricky Steamboat is one of the wrestlers who would go in the three, ring. was it? They're yeah, classic. Go yeah. in the ring and just go on the fly with him. He was like, no, no. we'll do this. this right. like, Let's write this shit yeah. down, my friend. I know, he's like, come on, man, let's do this, this, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sort of <laughs> I just love his voice. He had, yeah. he had the best wrestling voice, Randy yeah. Savage. You just didn't want to go to him. Just clear throat, mate, just once. Seriously, just cough it up. Just cough yes. it up, spit it out. Just, I just want to hear your normal voice. I don't want to hear Barry White. Just, just for a second, please. And that yeah. was actually his real, real voice. I know as well. it was. As well. It just makes sense. Whatever it is, cough it up. Furball, phlegm, whatever. Yeah, I, 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 I think probably some of the best matches are probably done on. I think there is spots you've got to practice. Yeah. Or, or yeah, of course. I mean, like um, backstage when you hear like Austin talk about it. Like they wouldn't do the main spots, and then like he would use the crowd to see what to do next. Well, of course, I mean, because he was saying like in different towns they would change up the matches because obviously you can't do the same match in every no. town. No, some people will follow you as it were. Or... Yeah, and different fans like different things too. Well, like yeah. Anyway, where were we? Back to the match, I suppose. Um, yeah. Would you yeah. give a match an out of five? I'd probably give it a three and a half or a four, because um, I wouldn't want to see too much of that kind of match. It's it's fine as a. As a one-off, as part of as a part of a card, part of a WrestleMania card, you've got yeah. you've got that release, you've got that style of match in there, and you have to have a broad spectrum of, of a card. So you'll have your more technical matches. Mm. You you'll have your your um your match with the, you know either a ladder or, a, or chairs, whatever you. So you have your stipulation matches, it were. You'll have your handful of one-on-ones. This is part of a card, absolutely fine. Fit in the card, fine would stand out for a lot of people given the blood and everything like that but it, it's not totally to my taste I some of the shots still look brutal and you kind of you do watch it go oh yeah yeah but you kind of that was done fine I've seen hardcore matches that just they do it for the sake of doing it and therefore yeah. you lose the impact of it or there's not enough variety with how they do it you know, when, and also being those two wrestlers, they know what to do they know like how yeah. much to use because they'd rather obviously edge for years we should be the more like do as much as they can exactly and then, and then have to watch his neck for a while and all yeah. that kind of stuff um, and also as well, I want to show you this match because I want to show you a bit of a, a variety. So really good. Absolutely. Well, you've had a technical, you've had a fast-paced, uh, ath- you know, athletic match, and then we've got this. It's a really good range. Um, can't argue with that at all. Um, I mean, I remember. Do you remember when the hardcore title was on a hot potato? Essentially, and yes. it was twenty-four-seven. Oh, that that, that was fun. Kid. That was really fun. What what was was it was it one WrestleMania they had that twenty-four-seven throughout the whole show, or as there was a SummerSlam? Oh, WrestleMania, eighteen. That was eighteen. 18. All the way through. Yes. I remember watching that, thinking this is brilliant. You could just cut to backstage and you just get Boss Man just pinning someone up against a fucking wall. And then you have Morning Holly as a champion as well yeah. for like a minute, twatting and then... um, the superhero dude. Hurricane, Hurricane and then, twatting and then, him, then yeah. she got twatted by a door by Christian and then yeah. the new one it was like and then, and then your little dude Ma- and then Maven ended up yeah having the championship who was, um, was your little scrappy do essentially what was his name little junior hardcore Holly oh Crash Holly Crash Holly uh, he yeah. loved Crash Holly he was brilliant but he the way was... you get away with it all the time would just, yeah, he would jump around know. like a little jack in a box and just run away like he'd gotten away with one that was fun but you can if you interject that kind of stuff into it it's absolutely fine in, onto a serious card or whatever I mean which is why I love wrestling in general it's so diverse like any yeah. show you watch like I went to see some RPW shows recently there's it's such variety of matches like, can't argue and also with the wrestlers as well, you've got so many different wrestlers that you can get to different people, which is why I think wrestling, in a sense, is probably one of the greatest pieces of entertainment ever. It really. is. You, you just you go into it suspending out belief. That's all. Yeah. You know, for the most part, wrestling's stupid. We all know it's stupid. That's the whole point. I I, I said to my friend, I, 
he likes my best mate, known him thirty years. He likes serious, thought-provoking films, kind of Oscar classics, all Spielbergy kind of stuff. Yeah. That's fine, and that has its place. But I don't want to watch. Sometimes on a Friday night, mate, I just want to watch shit. Just I just want to watch guns and violence on a Friday night for an hour and a half. Don't give a shit. He wouldn't watch Crank and go, "That was brilliant." I would and go, "Friday night, mate, that is epic." Don't care. So you you watch wrestling to suspend belief. I want something serious, mate. I'll read War and Peace or watch Schindler's List or something like that. But I think it's a crazy and amazing when you watch eighties promos and it's just like these guys must have been on drugs. State of them, especially after Warren Hulk Hogan's promos. State of them sweating profusely within your mates minus four out here, and you're sweating bullets. Seriously, Uh, and look at the size of them back then. I mean, Christ! I mean, they must have bang on the roids. You know, you you can't get that big that quickly. You just can't. Um, I I I just think the best thing as well, just how big it's becoming in the UK again. Like the last two, two, two or three years. Um, we were chatting before, and uh, I mean, look at the writer. I mean, I'm I'm fan of what culture and WCPW. And you look, I mean, look their recent cards. They had a best of seven series primate against Rampage. That was fucking brutal, really brutal. But then you've got you know Osprey doing flippy shit. Uh, yeah. Two matches in the card down on down the road. And you've got card. Marty Scroll, who's one of my favourites. Who really does good, really good, amazing. Like spots with the like the finger break, and it's like oh. it, 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 even though you know you're not breaking the finger, no. you lose you yourself. Just don't believe you don't and, care. You, and you just go, oh my god, you sick fuck, you sick fuck. Exactly, it's, it's you crazy. don't care. But you, but you look at, I mean, the, the, the scene. I mean, I I still and I've got to break my cherry sometime, but I still haven't gone to a live show, and I will. Um, uh, there's a couple of local ones. I I really want to go. I just just enjoy it for the night and get involved. And everyone can get involved. You know, if you just go there, just, you know, you get some people, I've seen people in crowds on YouTube videos, you just act like dicks. Well, don't go then. Don't go. If you're just going to give people grief. I mean, I saw there was one guy on a What Culture, um, they were, they'd had their headline pay per view and then they had essentially their raw, their loaded, it's called loaded on, on the night after. I, I don't know if they filmed it the same, but it's two nights, so it was the same night. But one guy was by the entrance ramp as the rest was coming in and he was just being a twat. Just complete twat, and then point where I bet a couple of performers like I am gonna properly tag you here, mate. Yeah, I really, I mean, they got really in his, he got really in their face. Like, mate, seriously, like no one's there for you. Fuck off. I mean, I kind of understand where it's like to build up a hill, like the fans yeah. would do it, but I mean, when, it's, it, when it's a face, nah. like you don't do that. And it's weird now, like like one of my friends I went to see RPW if he would kind of like square up to and an antagonize a hill, but. That's what you would do to a hill because yeah, the, and the some hip, promotions kind got. of allow that. I mean, I know at also, ICW they do that a bit more, yeah, and other things like they kind of have a bit more interaction. Because a lot of like the British promotions, because a lot more smaller, it's more intimate with the mm. fans. Like you can meet the wrestlers even before the shows. Like I met Marty Scroll and I bought my teacher. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah, and AJ Styles. I met. It's him a lot more accessible now and, and stuff Ross like Ospreay. that. When WWE, obviously, they're a bigger company. They can't yeah, do it as much. No. But it's, it, I mean, now it's kayfabe's a very difficult thing now. Yeah. With social media, I mean, recently was it Titus O'Neill posted a picture of them on the European tour. You've got um, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman in the same picture. Yes, I, smiling, I saw and that. And you kind of go, well done, Titus, you prat. And, we, and the thing is, I think we all know now, those episodes you see on TV, that's when you buy into the storyline, that's when you switch it on. Back in the day, in the 80s and 90s, if you were a heel, you were a damn heel. If someone yeah. asks for your signature and you're a heel, you don't sign a bit of paper. You're not nice to that and kid. Also, you are a dick. Yeah, and also as well when they used to have them, like obviously they used to travel separately with each other, and also yeah. as well they used to do it where if you someone came backstage, you would be seen like you might be talking to them, and then something a minute, so you, oh someone's coming in, 
yeah. step like, step it on, step turn it on, it on. Like, look, yeah. at, look at me evilly, don't talk to him at all. Exactly. Um, but now the we know that's broken. Okay? It's very difficult to keep kayfabe up now. Yeah. Very, very difficult. Very, very rarely do you get a genuine feeling of, of the, that's like shit this could actually be real there's not much but but I think but also as well um, because a lot of fans are so much more smarter now they know the more the inner workings exactly. and they know in they a know sense how things it's work. predetermined it's, as people would it's say it's work. fake even though it isn't it's, yeah. it's a work and and we know, but we know that, so that's fine. So we now, you know, a lot of people now look out for how well something is done, yeah. how well a storyline is done, how well it's put together, how well it's presented to us and sold. And I mean, my friend Jimmy, who I do the podcast with quite a lot, mm. he's was before I showed him, and when he went to RPW, he loved it. And it's like one of those things you lose yourself. And even yeah. he was getting involved, chanting and stuff. That's, that's what you I, do. I'd be interested if I would chant at these things because I've, I've been at gigs where, like, you know, lead singer of the band wants you to chant and stuff. Um, and I, I, I no, I don't want to chant. I'll look like a dick, but I might do that at a live show because you buy into it. You kind of fuck it. I'm, I'm here. I'm into it. I pay my money. And also, if you look like a dick, you got a thousand other people who would probably do the same thing as you. Yeah, why not? And probably chant. So I, you know, I'll buy a couple of shirt, t-shirts, and. Uh, but it's good. I mean, was it last what, two or three years that British wrestling really kicked in with all the different promotions? Yeah. And I tell you who's oh, who's really grown on me, Travis Banks. Yeah, um, he's really good. I saw really him on WCPW. I thought really he was. Good. I, I only saw first time I ever saw him was on WCPW, and I thought, oh, you're decently fine. I thought you'd be a mid carder kind of thing, but they could really push him. And he's one. He, he's uh, he's got I think a tag title somewhere, and he's got a current title. Yeah, he's the well. tag title. He's a Chab champions with another guy past CCK. CCK. He's um, RPW tag team oh, champion. Yeah. yeah. Um, really, I mean, he's who did he, he had a really good match against? I'm sure it's Zack Saber Junior. Really good match. Yeah, I, I think mean, he won that, and for me, that went shit. You're really good. And yeah. again, again, Zach Saber Jr. doesn't put on bad matches. He, nah, you know. He... I'll be honest. Like a lot of fans were kind of fifty fifty on his match against uh, Kushida at RPW, only because it was so technical. Oh really? But it was really really technical. It's one of those matches. If you're a, new, a newer fan who likes the more sort of high flying, yeah, more yeah. flashy, yeah, yeah, more sort of, you would find it quite boring. But I really enjoyed it because it was quite more technical, and they were like doing many reversals. But you look at it as you look thing. at it as a car, don't you? You look at it as evening, so you will have your hard hitting, slow lumbering matches. Yeah. You know, you'll have a couple of high. Fa- it, it also depends how you stagger that car. We were talking earlier about. WrestleMania thirty three, to me, I mean, I so many mixed reviews. I I thought it was very average, average to poor. To be honest with you, I thought the running order of the matches was wrong. I thought the length given to matches was wrong. Flow Rider performed. That's five minutes of my life. I'll never get back in. I know every minute of my life is a light is a minute. I'll never get back again. But that particularly yeah, that was fucking dreadful. Yeah, well, you know, I'd rather have five more minutes on the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt match and had that as a passable match. Rather I would than have the had it on the Owens. It was. I would have had it on the Owens Jericho match. The Either match way, that had the best build for yeah, a year. It was the best build. It was the best built match. And that should have been on. That should have been the penultimate match. You could have headlined that, but with the Undertaker essentially retiring, I can absolutely understand. Yeah, of course. But like they did the right thing with Lesnar. That was fine. Lesnar Goldberg was fine. Just five minutes of fury, not said yeah. to shit out of each other. Because if it wasn't know... a spear, a jackhammer, an F five. Fuck off. Yes. That's fine. And that's fine. That's what that should have been. That was yeah. fine. Which is what they use in Goldberg's strength. He's yeah. not. He's not a man who's known for having these long 10-15 no. minute matches. Shouldn't have had the RC title on the pre-show. Uh, frankly, that's one of your that's one of your top titles. Don't have that in a pre-show. Well. You're that devaluing pre-show. that title. 
Yeah. Absolutely devaluing it. One of the women's matches could have gone on a pre-show, frankly. Um, just because it wasn't particularly well built in places. I reckon um, between the two, the SmackDown one should have, if it was on the pre-show, would have been the SmackDown one more yeah. than the Raw one. Um, it would well, be... I, I actually find recently, mostly on NXT, that the women's matches are actually the best match on the card. Like Sasha yeah. banks Bailey is a match that the, the, I would show people who never seen it before, City before. The men are running a, th- a little bit thin on the ground with, with talent at the moment. I mean, they tried to build Roderick Strong, and he's fine in a couple of matches I've seen have been a lot improved. Now Ty's gone. Now Finn Balor's gone. Now Sami Zayn's yeah, gone. I think Kevin NXT is gone. Now Nakamura's now. gone. He had, but I think um, I'm a West Ham football fan. It was like us finishing seventh last year. We had no right to finish seventh. NXT essentially was stacked with the talent. It had no right to be as good as it was because it's supposed to be developmental. Yeah, and they just luck. They lucked out having Joe. You know, bloody Owens. Um, Balor. Never, Neville Balor. Um, you know, um, Sami Zayn, the four horsewomen. You know, you look at you go, Jesus, if you can't make a show of that every week between yeah. those, then you're doing something wrong. And so that all the top, all of those have come up except for Asuka now. And she's phenomenal. Yeah, I reckon she'll be coming up soon I think, as well. Yeah, well, I think I she'll drop... sign someone else from Japan. She'll drop the title to Ember Moon probably Royal Rumble weekend, I imagine, because she's out for a while now, isn't she? Yeah, maybe shoulder SummerSlam injury. She's back for SummerSlam. Or maybe, or maybe the two Aussies, you might lose it to one of them. I mean, they're quite good. They're not bad, but would you want one of them having your title? It might be, it'd be short-term if they did. Um, but Bobby Reed doesn't need to lose a title yet. He's not got someone built up enough. I think nah. Drew Galloway would probably be the person to take it off of him. I mean, he's, he's he's really good, Bobby Roode. His up. theme tune, oh, especially, I love his theme tune. Uh, yeah, and they and they built him well. In fairness, um, so yeah, what else should we chat about? I'm not sure, man. We mentioned what we get that match out of five. Any final thoughts at all about the match? Just, I'm kind of glad they stopped headshots. It's my thought on it, to be honest with you. I'm kind of glad they did because that uh, it's now. It has more of a shot factor now, seeing headshots. So I'm glad. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they've stopped. It yeah, now. when they would do it in a lot of promotions, they find the wrestlers as well now. In WWE, back at 27, when Undertaker got hit with the steel chair by Triple H or the other way around. I can't yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. remember. They both, well, they especially do, the two of them. They, 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 suit, well, they do they, for uh, blading now, don't they? Was yeah. it, it Lesnar? Of last two or three years, bladed, didn't they? In, was it in the, in the Hell in a Cell against Taker? Whoever it was, and he clearly bladed. Yeah, and also when Joe, even though it wasn't a blade, when everyone was like trying to stop it, and the fans were going like, "Oh, in NXT was that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the takeover in yeah. a that was an accident. You could tell that was an accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he opens up I, quick, Joe, doesn't he? Um, yeah. But I kind of felt they added more to the match. It does because of the intensity of Joe wanting to win so badly with the blood. Well, like, well, like we said, the, the double turn from Bret Hart and Austin. Uh, WrestleMania 13. You're right. That wouldn't have had that kind of effect had there not been the blood because mm. you really bind to go shit. And also um, had the amazing shot of the face of oh, just he's like, in oh, pain, in and then, pain yeah. with the blood going down, which actually became a t-shirt as well. The back of it, one of the t-shirts. It did. Um, it was crazy. It, it, has as well. it, it has its place. The blood has its place because it's not believable to take not to take barbed wire and not bleed. So yeah. that's not believable. You know, you, go, you bleed because fuck right you are. Look at it. Look yeah. at thumbtacks. Look, look, all that kind of. Stuff. Of course you're going to bleed. So that's fine. Um, I'm I I'm sad that there isn't uh, more. I know they've got extreme rules, but they don't feel that extreme. You have how, you how, have how, your how one. Cell, I don't really feel <laughs> is as good anymore. No. I, I, I understand obviously, but it needs blood. No, that's exactly. one of the matches. Like it's the feud ender. That's exactly. one of the that need that's need. I mean, blood. there was blood. I think was there blood both times. Triple H Undertaker WrestleManias, or, or certainly one. I'm sure there was some sort of blood on one. I think it might have been twenty seven. 
was certainly. I mean, like the Elimination Chamber. That was decent. The last one they did recently was decent, but it actually was actually. Um, but that went well, down. Well, what a bit. do you think about the the new light set design in a sense for the Elimination Chamber? Like it. I'll, I'll... I quite like it. I thought it was absolutely fine. Um, I, they used it well. I mean, the spots, a couple of spots they did. Uh, what did uh, Styles jumped off of quite high, didn't he? Yeah, one of the pods or something. Yeah, because they made a lot more room, obviously. Yeah, before, they, yeah. Where, um, but that's LVD, fine. Yeah. I, I, I thought it looked pretty kick-ass. And you've got to update it. You know, if if you always stick to the same old shit every time, it's the match then has to be flawless because you yeah. have to sell the match. So things change. I mean, we all know, like, it's plastic. You know, like when Goldberg speared through it. And then I, I loved it when he speared Jericho through it in yes. 02, I think it was. when Because what they do now on, on the network, I, I, I've seen that they've cut the bit where he's just left Jericho and he's got up. But when the real footage is him moving the glass, which has landed on Jericho's head. Yes. And he, mo- he actually moves it and goes, shit, that's landed on his head. Which is, I think, the most brutal move I've seen of Goldberg. It had the sound of it. He has An- um, Randy Orton up as if he was going to do a gorilla press. And then he drops him down on his shoulder and does that kind of slam. Yes. That sound, every- the whole crowd go, oh! It just was, that was brutal. I know we did that a lot in WCW, but that one... I still think the booking of that match was like, why did he not have Goldberg win? Oh, exactly. Well, Sledgehammer, Triple H. I know you kind of, Jesus, mate. He's ruined everyone else in a fucking Sledgehammer. I suppose it made his title win more. Yeah. You know, uh, but you kind of don't mind that. You know, again, with a title change, it was built up. It's a fucking thing. Yeah. You know, just, wow, Goldberg's finally... Because you could have had him turn up within three months, two months, he's got the title. Probably would have meant less. Yeah. Because you would have expected it, but probably would have meant this. If you've got to wait, make somebody wait for it and build towards it. When he finally mm. gets it in his weird black and white trunks, should have only ever had black. Um, yes, and then, <laughs> then he finally did the go black. Yeah. But he still had the logo on it. Yeah, the black and white trunks just looked weird to me. They didn't, uh, they he's really got WCWs, he's ours, or whatever. It just looked, no, just, just have the black with the white band, that's we fine. We should have preferred his most recent run because it was literally, in a sense, like this is what Goldberg's supposed to be, this killer who beats you in like 20 seconds, half, half a minute. It was a minute. They his run was fine, but I didn't like the match against Kevin Owens. No, I didn't. I think it's fine to do it. Maybe like two or three of those matches, and then what was it? He'd wrestled something like four minutes over three matches, or something stupid like that. Yeah, less than ten minutes, or whatever yeah. it was. Whatever statistic it was, you kind of go. I think who who was it? He rolled through. So he did Lesnar, and then Owens. Was it just those two? Was it? And and then the oh, because the Royal the Rumble. Royal Rumble, yeah. But yeah, it was. Wasn't there someone else that he ruined? I thought there was someone else he might have ruined. But it kind of felt a bit one trick pony, and it, I I didn't like the match against Owens. I would have liked it to go on at least five minutes, which I know built towards Lesnar, and you know. But the the point, it kind of got to that point. As much as WrestleMania match was fine, it kind of made it harder to believe of Lesnar kicking out of a couple of spears. Yeah, even harder to believe. You're gonna go well. You didn't do it before, mate. You know, it was it was. It's like that WrestleMania, like <clears throat> superpowers. Exactly, it? yeah, exactly. Everyone kicks out of every finisher twenty times. I felt sorry for Kevin Owens. Is the truth of it? I did as well because they did not give him a good Universal Title run. They not really, not at really. All. For how much they built him and Triple H, they they never cashed on Triple H helping him at yeah, all. No. Which I don't and know. You would have thought they would have maybe done like a new evolution, authority, like, authority, authority evolution. They could have got. You know, they're talking about getting Joe involved in it and all that, which would be I grand. Mean, what happened with the whole when he was like, oh, okay, then we was like when Chibetch was talking to to Owens, like, what happened through that? Nothing. Um, sort of thing was weird. They they didn't give him good defense. The uh, defenses for Owens, 
they had him win the title luck more than, uh, keep the title by luck on occasions who was it who was it headbutted each other all, or there was a suit and he landed on someone and reclaimed the title didn't he land on someone for, and then retain the universal title I think there was on one match I can't remember actually. I think he, he he took he took a finisher or something. He landed on someone else and ah, okay. And it was, it was surprised me. Just with... not good booking for your champion. You know he should. And be... he's so good on the mic and he in the ring. He's amazing. And... He's. I would probably say he's he's certainly top five. Yeah, he's a very doubt. good. He's him styles. Uh, again, they just don't put on bad matches, and they're they're all their work. I mean, he's funny, Kevin Owens. He's very tongue in cheek. He knows what he's doing. Um, but he's he's kind of got that kind of cockiness of the Rock in a good heel way. Yeah, I mean Rock's heel run wasn't bad in what oh three or whatever it was. That wasn't bad. Oh, that was a great heel run, especially really with his Rock concert. Oh, it was really good. That and was such a him good and the Rock hurricane concert. and all that. Yeah. Rocky. But Owens has kind of got a bit of the touch of that for me about his his heel work, and again he'll never be face and should never be face. He should always be a cocky git. Yes, uh, and and a heel with it. And and just the way he coats off the audience completely is just brilliant. Don't do anything different with him, you know. Not at all. He's such a good wrestler. Uh, going back to the matches, then, like, yes. who was your MVP of those matches? Like, who was the wrestler Over all of what, to one you? for all of them? Oh, uh, yeah, one or, for or all. Each of them. Per- oh, right, one, one for all, all of them. Oof. And also the same thing. What was your favorite match as well between the three? I would have said the angles. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would probably the angle Michaels match. I would have said. That's okay. it's tough. I know what thing is. I know I've given the other the Styles Joe and Daniels match a high star rating, so I probably should go with that. But I kind of I do also like a build in a match. I kind of do. I think I do prefer like I said that Shelton Benjamin uh, Michaels match on, on SmackDown, so well built. Oh yeah. To completely. how they ended the match was probably just because I'm more au fait with Angle than I am over the TNA guys. I'll be um, honest. Mine would have been the TNA match with Joe as my MVP. Just because of how intense and how great he yeah, is, and for a man that size, shout. just to be able to do as much as he did and stuff, it's, it's a great it's, shout. It's a great match. Yeah, oh, I, I I wouldn't argue if I had to pick that. I wouldn't argue at all. Um, so, oh, actually, here's a question I was going to ask mm. you. Obviously, you've been a wrestling fan for years. Who yeah. would you say, off the top of the head, would be like your five favorite wrestlers of like in a sense of all time or oh, recently? Write, let's write. I'm going to do my list of, of list. I yeah. Uh, I would have said Bret Hart is on there definitely. Um, I don't think he was the most charismatic, but technically that good. Yeah, and I think he's yeah he wasn't as outgoing and outlandish. I I thought his heel run was great when he was really like good. Heart the Foundation, Canada, Heart, yeah, Canada really America sort of thing. The Rock is definitely on there. Just he would he probably is the most charismatic on account. He's uh his promo we did his impersonations of all the other guys for was it for oh, Vengeance yeah. or whatever it was. Oh yes. That I did is it brilliant. For the rock. Yeah. I did it. I got my backstreet bars, <laughs> I got my squad risers, all that was brilliant. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna take free Viagra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Viagra. I'm gonna so... drink a pint of milk. Yeah, that was yeah. just flawless. Uh and also as well just how be how he big Biggie got into Hollywood as well. Like it's crazy, just how it's funny. His first few action roles, he wasn't great. He really wasn't. I mean, I've seen Doom. It's not a good film. It's fine. It's a Friday night throwaway. It's shit. But and he wasn't particularly good in it. I mean, look at his mummy in a couple yeah. of the early. In fairness, he's a good actor now. Oh, very in fairness, good actor. Like even in fairness, in the Fast and Furious films, good actor. He's done fine. Can't really argue with that. I think it's amazing just how well Batista's done. Like yeah. He, Oh, he, was he actually comes across as a nice guy. Yeah. Dave. He comes across, you're like, Dave. He just... I mean, him as Drax is 
I've Brilliant. not seen either. I've not seen either film. You I will. Have to watch. Uh, you I have thought to he was watch, very yeah. good in, in James Bond. He was, yeah, was very good. Very good. Did he what he needed to, be to do. In, um, Blade Runner as well. Batista. Oh, the, the, uh, yeah. I, I, that's a, I've I was never never been a fan of Blade Runner. I, I wasn't know it's either. a classic. I, know I wasn't either. I'd probably watch it again. Um, I honestly found the pacing to be quite boring for that film. I, 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 I didn't got find bored. the pace. I, I got genuinely bored. got bored. I did I really as well. Did. And not that it's bad. I just didn't get it. But I can see why a lot of people would like that film. Like visually, it's very good, and story is very good. I just found it. I quite bet at boring. the time. I bet at the time. It yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, one of my top five films of all time is Aliens, because even now that's flawless. Ah, oh, I love top Aliens. Top The only thing that looks slightly dated is obviously the computers in the film. The rest yeah. of it doesn't. It's thirty years old, and it still doesn't look ridiculously out of date now. It's kept James Cameron like his class. Terminator Two, even though that film's twenty six years old, it still it's, looks the amazing. AI in that still looks brilliant. Yeah. Right. Top five wrestlers: Bret Hart. The Rock. This is not easy. Mm. I'm trying to think of the... Hogan, no. Austin? He probably would, in retrospect. At the time, I probably wouldn't have said he was one of my favourites. But in retrospect, yeah. I Yeah, I probably would put Austin. Um, I think... See, I it's weird. Like, I was never a massive Undertaker fan. Yeah. Not that any of his work was bad. I quite like the, um, the dark... Shit, he did when he tried to lynch up Stephanie McMahon. I remember that the Ministry. Uh, of ministry, yeah. yes, the Ministry. I actually quite like that. That was fine. I didn't mind the Vince McMahon reveal. I didn't mind it. It I, was I, fine. I just have JR's reaction. Oh, you damn! Oh. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. you seen the hilarious Who's That Pokemon? It's like... No. And he, and he did it to that. It's so <laughs> funny. Uh, right. So, yeah, I would put Austin in it. In retrospect, given how much time I invested in, in the various feuds that he had... God, trying to think now. Uh, no, I I did like Mister Perfect, but I think that was more retrospective. I'm trying to think like in that moment of that at that time. So in the eighties, I was an Ultimate Warrior fan at the time, but not madly. Randy Savage, did you like him? I did, but I don't think I appreciated his technicality at the time. I think I think that's something you appreciate when you're older. Yeah, I think as a kid. He obviously had the colours. He looked and he did some great moves at the time. As a kid, Hogan did wow me a bit as a kid because it was Hogan and he hulked yeah. up and that was the show. As I mean, you get I, older, I used to love demolition as a kid. And exactly, exactly. I did like the LOD. I will say LOD. I would as a kid. I would have said the LOD was definitely one of my favourites. I did like them a lot. Uh, because again, they had the shoulder pads, the cool motorbikes, and, all that kind and of the stuff. Steam as well was and the finishing cool. move always looked evil. Yeah, yeah. it looked like that would really hurt someone. Yeah, the landing never looked comfortable. Not and at I, all. I can't remember what they eventually won the titles off of someone. Did they go into SummerSlam '92 not as champions and left as champions? Oh, uh, that was '91. '91. '92 was. Didn't they defend? Because then they had Paul Ellering come out with that stupid doll on the yes, bike. Yes, that was at weird. Wembley. Yes. Yeah, I never really got that. Um, was it? Yeah, because I know one of them. They they. They came out of the titles, and that felt like an event, them winning the title. Yeah, titles. it was a big event against the Nasty Boys. That yeah. was crazy. It was like a, one of the first, like, hardcore kind of That's matches. it, Crazy Boys. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was right. Because that was, I remember that, that was not a good landing when they won the title. So whoever yeah. who took the bump, that was not nice. I can't remember if it was Sag Brian or Nobs. Or, yeah, that, oh, that wasn't nice. 
So eighties. Which is why I kind of like the nowadays when people bump, they like make sure they land on their back rather than being like front. Oh, some some front. Well, they land kind of half on a shoulder. You think, mate, yeah. you're gonna put your shoulder out. That's not good. Not at all. Um, so I'm trying to think. Attitude era. Uh, throw me some names. Let's think of attitude era. Who was in Owen there? Owen Hart, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Rikishi, uh, Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Jericho. Uh, X Park. I, uh, I, I tell you, what, I did like Kane. I was a big fan when they introduced Kane. I, you know, I'm going to stick Kane on my list f- up to about pff, what oh five ish, maybe oh seven. Okay. Because I, I like the way they brought him in. They did make him look. I mean, he looked cool. Let's oh, yeah. be honest. They look. He looked. Old. I actually preferred it when he had because he, he's had what three or four costume changes based on the bigger. He's he's an early big red machine uh, outfit. Wasn't brilliant. It was fine. But it was when he when he showed off his muscle in his arm, yes. and his cool mask, which was what that would have been what oh three ish I think I guess because I saw glimpses of it around that. I didn't. I wasn't. Didn't Do you, watch it. Were you around when he had no mask? Then Do you remember him with no mask? I remember when was it Rob Van Dam? He, he took it off. Then he had like the weird hair thing and everything. yeah, what the fuck. And then apparently it was all psychological with the burn. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't see it all at the time. I have since caught up with it. I would have said Kane was one of my favourites during that period. I, I didn't mind his tag title run with X-Pac, although X-Pac used to do my tits in at times. Oh, yeah, same here. It I used was to love fine, the... but, mate, you're not as good as the others. Just stand in the corner, mate. You used Seriously. to love the New Age Outlaws. They were really good. Yeah, they, they, they were, were pretty I, cool. That's one of the things I love about the Attitude Era. Everyone was over. doesn't matter Everyone who they was. were. I mean, even... Mid-card I mean, or, or at lower the time, card. I thought the Dudley Boys were dicks at the time. Oh, my God. Have you seen any of their ECW stuff? Yeah, brutal. But, yeah. I mean, I've seen fit bits and bobs, but not. I mean, they put Spike Dudley through a flaming table and all that kind of stuff. And their promos as well. Like they yeah. were, they called they just let loose. They just let yeah. loose, weren't they? At I mean, the time when they were, I mean, TLC one and two and all that. Because um, who who was the tag? Yeah, Dudleys, Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys. Was it just three of them? Yeah, yeah. it was. You know, I think I preferred Edge and Christian at the time. I think, but I did like the Hardy Boys. I, um, yeah, Hardy Boys. I always thought the Dudleys at the time were dicks. When you what go back you, in it, what now. you know the broken gimmick that they had in TNA uh, or them up getting it back I, as well. I was like a lot of people. The first time I watched some of the broken stuff, I just went, eh? the fuck!" But because he stuck to it so well and didn't give that shit up, you kind of go, "Fuck it, why not? Let's get invested." Yeah. You just he just wore you down. And in the end, yeah, I'm on board. Fuck it, why not? I <coughs> hope they sort whatever legal bollocks out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure really they will do. So. Cause... And do it, and do the kind of turn towards it, right? It would be good. Yeah. So I've got four. Okay, I'll stick Kane in because I, I, I enjoy Kane. I think I would probably respectively say, I probably would say Kurt Angle in retrospect. I, that is more retrospective, having seen more of his stuff um, over, the, you know, over the last three or four years where I've been playing catch up a bit. Um, appreciating just how good he was. Oh yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle. It's like nearly every match he was in was it was amazing. But I, I, I'll, I'll go. I'm sure in like the next couple of days, a couple of names will flip into my head, and I will go. Forgot him. Forgot him. Forgot him. Yeah. Uh, like Mike Shawn Michaels. I again. He was one of those that I was never a massive fan of, but was always good. It was like he was. Ne- but I don't know why. Maybe I just didn't take to him. At the time, and, yeah, because he was a bit class. of a dick as well in real life. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Before obviously, yeah, his, um, rebirth, as rebirth it as as a Christian and stuff. Yeah, um, but but yeah, he was very good. Very good. I did like, uh, I did like Razor Ramon at the time, like ninety two, ninety three, when he kind of hit. 
I did like him at the time, but then I don't think he was. I think I he wasn't as technical and wasn't as um, he's he was. I thought he was quite limited. I mean, Kevin Nash was terrible. I always thought he was yeah. a very limited. Oh, guy. Hart as well was another one who I absolutely adore. Oh, and brilliant! Loved. He was so good, really good. And his I, feuds, are we saying earlier, his feud with Bret Hart was one of the best feuds. One was... belt, best built um, yeah. feuds as well. Because at the time, rather nowadays, it's very like do something. It's like they slow build and it lasted for at least yeah. a year. Over a year, I think. I, the only thing I don't like in today's thing is they tend to do feuds from pay-per-view to pay-per-view and then they, yeah. they there's not many that they hang over now and they just kind of go, okay, we'll just, we've got a pay-per-view coming up, let's have a three-week feud. There was and a really it, interesting interview with Batista where he said if it wasn't thanks to Triple H, they would have done the match like literally the next week. Yeah. But Chip was like, no, we're going to save it build and build yeah, it up exactly. and it became really um, the match for WrestleMania 21. Yeah, but it's just bad when they... Yeah, they just don't have a lot of long-term planning for people. Not well, they don't remember a lot of people's history. You know, re- I mean, you look at um, the implosion of the Mega Powers back in... That was built over, like, 18 months or two years, yeah. whatever it was. That was brilliant. Brilliantly built. That was so just little, done. clever little things like Matchman not liking the fact that Hogan opened the ropes for Miss Elizabeth and... And maybe Hogan taking a little bit too much glory at the end of a match, or yeah. slow little things like, and it just sets the level, and he sets the little nuggets of these things, and at the end, Randy Savage completely justified in his turn, but brilliantly done. Yes, I kind of feel like with nowadays of wrestling, in a sense, there's too many pay per views. Oh, absolutely. I mean, pay per views when we were kids, pay per views were an event. You had your your big four, and you had the what maybe another four yeah. in a year. It was my maybe every eight weeks you had a pay per view. And, and even though in the Attitude Era there was a, a pay-per-view every month, they made them all seem so important. Yeah, but back then I don't remember it being a pay-per-view every month. I don't remember that because maybe they just seamlessly did it well. Yeah. So you don't... It didn't seem a hindrance. Um, I just think it's insane that with competition it brings the best out of you and stuff and just how back in the 90s, WWF, even though there were some ridiculous moments mm. like the choppy-choppy and the hand <laughs> and that sort of thing... <laughs> But yeah. nine times out of ten, they would always hit a head out of the park. Like they always like yeah. have so many good promos yeah. I mean, and storylines and stuff. You couldn't many. You couldn't say there was many duds in the Attitude Era. I don't want them to go back to the Attitude Era because you will never get it. Not at it's all. like when you bring some some wrestlers back, they fall flat on their ass because they're just not as good. They're too old. I mean, the Dudley Boys, their run was pretty awful recently yeah. it, it just was not necessarily their fault they're still capable it was just badly done they should have had um, Bubba Ray as, to bully Ray oh yeah should have absolutely done that because everyone knows about it mm-hmm. and it was fine when they brought him back for a bit of Kitchener Royal Rumble and it was lovely they brought him back but just do it better yeah just do it better and you know I I hope the Hardy Boys run kind of sticks for a bit because you know, I think that WWF back in 2000 was like the best because that's when they had all the really good technical wrestlers and that's really good mix because even though Jericho was the great time. the matches weren't that amazing but then as soon as they got the more technical people and that's when the in-ring yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, there was, there was went never so amazing much. matches it was amazing moments yeah. and it was just punching essentially actually it was just punching and spots there was uh, no technicality to fuck all and then as soon as radicals came in Jericho all those more technical yeah. people that's when the English exactly when they bought Sonny went, bought, you know Guerrero Malenko all those kind of I people I mean one of the best matches I remember like even that was at TLC2 was the Terry Invitational Tournament final between the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian just how 
amazing yeah. that ladder match was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the match that everyone was like, these guys are really good. Was that the one when Jeff went off the... What was when he went off the balcony? Was that TLC2 when he went off the balcony and put Bubba Ray through a couple of tables? Um, no, that would have been Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, was it? Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was. And I remember the next night after the uh, ladder match in No Mercy 99, all the fans were cheering and clapping them because of how good the match was. Exactly. I mean, I don't like the scripted promos these days. Maybe the guys these days aren't as good as the Attitude Era ones were. You could just give them a mic, give them the topic... This yeah. is the storyline, but you say the right things, we're trusting you. Maybe but get a couple of bits in. also as well, with, like, from day one, they're always told to read a script, where yeah. I reckon if a lot of wrestlers like Osprey, Marty Scroll, who's gone through more the independent sort of they thing, I think. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know how to do good promos yeah. and stuff. Like, Adam Cole was very good at promos and Ring of Honor and stuff, because they they didn't have that. Didn't have to. The crux or the comfort no. of having scripts. And also, as well, some of the scripts the people write. Are terrible. I'm not right for the character, but some people even know they're terrible scripts, like Kevin Owens, make them work because they're that good and right. Like, look at Punk, like, he would rip up the scripts and be like, no, I'm going to say this. Exactly, and he would do them, I mean, easily the best microphone worker in the last decade, without a doubt. I mean, there has been no one better. But but also use the right, use it to the strengths, like, so Alexa Bliss has actually become very good. You could probably get to the stage where you just let her go. Yeah, and just and do your thing on a mic. Some people, Bailey's not very good on a mic. She's just not. Doesn't thinking, doesn't. I, she I, doesn't project very well. She's I, not very, I just think them as well. The material she's been given is really bad. Not, it's not good, granted, but she looks nervous on a mic. She doesn't look like she's very. Just doesn't deliver it well. Uh, I'm guessing but, maybe that's her character. Though, maybe, isn't it? but she kind of loses. There's on, just it's just. But other people have done. They just don't. Some of the promos they've given to say Rollins and whatnot. I mean they. They could have really built Rollins' baby face really well, and they just didn't give him good material to go out there and sell. Not at all. And it's not necessarily the the performer's fault. Some of them are better than others on the mic. Like, yeah. I don't think Joe Joe's pretty good on the mic. I think he's got better. Um, and let me look at AJ Styles. Is how improved he's oh gone on the days. mic. He looked a bit awkward when they kind of said, "You're going to be a heel, by the way." They clearly said to him, "You let's do a heel run." And he's like, um, "Okay, give it a go." Didn't look particularly comfortable. Looked a bit out of place. Just really good now. Really good. How confident a face it runs a place. Just yes. And the hashtag beat up John Cena. Oh, it was that was brilliant. Whoever came up with that, that yes. was brilliant. That was brilliant. I enjoyed that, and because uh, we all wanted to see it as well. Yes. Frankly, and he was a good man to do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's. And then final question before we head off, like if you had to do like a WWE like Mount Rushmore, who would your four be? Like between between the two bus, who do you reckon? Like I think for me it would probably be Austin, Rock, Hogan, Taker. Honestly, to, from to my kind of to sum up kind of your era and and yeah, may, may, actually maybe replace Rock, maybe possibly Cena. I'm not sure. I think yeah, if you're gonna go over a kind of a period of time from eighties up to date, you would have to go Hogan. Um, just because of that 10 years or 8 years or whatever yeah I mean he's one of the reasons why wrestling it, in yeah, a sense whether you like it or big. not yeah, yeah, yeah he, he did he was the man that was that was there he carried on for me he was, he was a fella before him he was a blonde there that he um he, yeah he, t- he guy very similar to him oh yeah, I can't remember his name what, no. Bruno Sammartino no there was another guy no no, not him um, I know he, I know, I know he was a talking he about was a, he was a heel though but yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, superstar also. Billy Graham. Billy Graham, yeah. Big, Billy he basically Graham. took his um his thing, but made it a face yeah. gimmick. Same um, with like Ric Flair, kind of took a lot of him as well, and other wrestlers did. Flair, yeah, everyone. Actually, Flair might be on the Mount Rushmore. I think for what he did for wrestling, I think from the seventies all the way through to the noughties, Flair would have to be on there. Yeah, for me, I think he would. 
Austin, obviously, because he's the guy that... That period, yeah. Because without him, I don't think wrestling would have been... I mean, wrestling back in the 90s was the biggest thing in the world. I mean, I That w- and South Park were like the two biggest things. Yeah, I mean, for me, it would then be a toss-up between Cena and Rock, given... Do you have two guys from the Attitude Era, or do you have someone from more recent times to kind of sum up the periods? I also think Taker would, would be in there as well for what he's done. Oof. Honestly, for a man who's That's been there for so thing. many years and respect... Actually, yeah, so fuck well Hogan Let's fuck Hogan off. Let's go Undertaker, uh, Flair. Ooh. Yeah, you'd probably go Cena or Rock. That's a tough one in Austin. I can't... Yeah. yeah. But then again, would you put Austin or Rock up? If you had one in person sense, in the attitude, that's really tough. Because uh, Rock, even though he might not have been as popular as Austin, he was still at his peak, extremely popular. Like when oh. Austin I'd say he'd was been, injured. He, I would have said he'd have been on a par with Austin at, at certain points. Yeah, because he was, in a sense, at certain points, 1A, and then you had 1-1 one, one sort of thing between the two. Yeah. Sort of thing. They weren't... You'd pick one of those for the Attitude Era. Yeah, you'd go... You probably would have to go Hogan if you summon up eras, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, Ho- go on then. Uh, Hogan and then either Rock or Austin, Undertaker as an overall. I think you would have to put Flair in there, you know? So, and I, it's, it's, Maybe Bruno San Martino as well for what he did for wrestling. How big's right, Mount Rushmore, eh? Uh, yeah, I know. It's like, like Cena. I know a lot of people don't like Cena. I'm not offended by Cena. I'm... Do you know what? I, I'll be I honest, don't... I used to hate him because he used to always win. It was just yeah. really boring. But now I respect him more because... He would lose, and he's not pushed down your throat as much maybe as he used I, to be. Maybe not. I'm not as as tainted by it because I because of the years that I missed, the decade I missed, I missed the ruthless aggression. Yes, that I missed all of that, and he's built. I know he built up towards getting the US title from Big Show with the knuck the, the knuckle dusters, all that kind of stuff. That was when he was really good. That was, was really good. Yeah, pumped up him. his trainers and all that yes. kind of stuff, and. Um, yeah, oh, thug big. life and all that kind of bollocks so I've caught up on a, a reasonable amount and some fairly oh so you weren't around when he was literally super Cena would never lose no I missed oh, that which yeah. is what 07 to about 010 something, or 06 to 09 something like pretty that pretty much yeah um, yeah that's it he would win every yeah he'd never lose he was Hulk essentially Hulk Hogan yeah. I can see why people are, are bitter on. I can I can but as far as the last four years that I've watched, I happily watch his matches. He yeah, doesn't put not... on bad matches. He no. doesn't, in fairness. He has evolved pretty well. I don't like some of his bad habits. I don't particularly like the five moves of Doom. I do like the fact that he has added moves. But, I yeah, there are there are things about... I don't like the way that he kicks out. I think it's a bit lazy. And he does. I don't think he sells as. I, I. I. like. In fairness, he does tell a story. Like when he looks frustrated when someone's kicked out of a movie, he can't believe it. Yes. In fairness to him, he does sell things. When when he there's times when he's got in the face of the referee because he can't believe like Punk kicked out of a second attitude and just he's right in the Punk, face of the recipe. Punk's well, another wrestler who I think would be on Mount Rushmore. I think you'd have to be given. Was it oh six oh seven? He hit ECW. The longest reigning champion in the last like twenty five years. Yeah. Great on the microphone. Great seller. He'd have he's to. They'd never allow that, it, but he'd have to be. Um, yeah, he's just someone who. Just I wish I'd so watched sad. his build. I, I missed half of his career essentially in WWE. Guided, I did. I'm guided because once on a retrospect, he's just brilliant. I mean, I see a lot of his the raw stuff. Him just ripping the arse of John Laurinaitis was is just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Just telling him to hold the mic closer to his and, and mouth. And you can kind of tell it. There's a bit of real life to it as well. But that's why you buy into it because that's it. That he kind of reintroduced kayfabe to that point. Yeah. You kind of actually. I mean, you look at the um, the um, whatever he was pipe bomb. Look at the pipe bomb. You know that you didn't. Right? Is this real or is this not? I mean, I I think McMahon just went. Go on in. 
guy, there. So it's yeah, like, pretty much. I think that's what happened. I don't think it was scripted. No, I not. don't think. I, for him, I don't think. I, I just think my man just went fuck it. Go on, have a mic. Yeah. Go on, go for a chest. You know what we're doing here. You know this is going to go on telly. You know this is going to be towards a storyline. But do you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Go yeah, out there and tell me like. Because I can't believe you'd roll that <coughs> stuff off the tongue, having learnt it, and having come out the stuff he did. That's got yeah. to come from some sort of real place, and that's why you buy into it because there's that element of realism and, there and you can understand why he was so frustrated with the company the fact that he never had a main event Wrestlemania where he should have done and where are fact... my WWE ice cream bars yeah you know you look at um, I mean in fairness his feud with Cena was brilliant yeah that match of Raw Very was good. amazing match really good I mean, and he he I mean him winning in really Chicago him walking off with the title in Chicago was brilliant yeah and his entrance at that match as well oh, was amazing Jesus, that was, too. That was incredible. Five minutes of just just de- and Cena getting booed out of the park. It was just brilliant and in fact, really good feud with Jericho. I missed it, but I've seen a fair bit of it since you know the sobriety tests and yes. all that kind of and stuff. And his feud with Paul Heyman, where Paul Heyman gave that amazing promo about the love with the volcano. You know, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's someone as well was very good as Paul Heyman. Massive. Yeah, well, not underrated because everyone knows how good he is. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, I suppose he does need to have a leash kept on him at times because there was brilliantness in ECW, but there was also a bit of wankiness at times as well. So he probably, uh, yeah, of course, you know, well, like they did with Vince Russo back in the day. You know, he was brilliant when Vince had his eye on him, mm. and then he was like, his leash. again with Paul, even though Paul's kind of known for being a liar in the money situation, he was one of those people that would bring out your strengths and make sure yeah. the weaknesses were very low. And that's the whole point. I mean, if you're a six foot four built like a brick shit house for the most part you're not doing flippy shit so don't do the flippy shit yeah. you know that kind of you know if you're I mean look at someone like Mike Awesome in ECW was yeah. monster biggest heel in the company went to WCW 80s mm. guy was exactly te- terrible just, they just ruined him um, yeah. yeah and they had his 80s mullet going on and uh, yeah just used to use guys for what they're, they're right for I mean like I said, said earlier Rowan Reign should never have been given a microphone frankly should have been the quiet powerhouse out of the shield so yeah. just decimated guys he, they he, just I essentially let him off the mouthpiece. leash. Rollins and Rollins and Ambrose were enough. You didn't need to give him uh, Reigns a mic ever, never, ever, ever. Or if we did say something like, do it like in the Shield, like give him a nasty. few words. It was nasty shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, just I will break you. Or essentially, yeah, whatever. rather than being like suffering succotash or his other bollocks, like really. And then yeah, if you want to build him, make him nasty. Just nasty. Uh, yeah, that so that would be my Mike Rushmore in the top five. I'll have to have. Uh, I'm sure I'll change that like, three times. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, I will. Of course. Thank you very much, Nick, for being a part of the show. No I, hope, we... I really hope you enjoyed this. Really good. It's quite therapeutic. And talking shit for England. Jesus, we've gone on, haven't we? What do you want to look at next time then? Uh, I don't mind if you want to go back a couple of the years or. Uh, Did you want to do a CM Punk episode? Look at CM yeah, Punk's best matches? I, yeah, I, that would be cool. That would be really good because I'd like to finish. I've seen his debut against Just Incredible in ECW. Yes. I, I saw that. I thought, he was also in TNA as well at one point. He was very briefly in TNA. When he used to he? wear the, um, the actual like short trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I would really be keen to fill in the gaps because I didn't um, get a lot of the bit. Because uh, did he get ECW? He got the ECW title in WWE essentially, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and I saw I didn't I never saw any of money his feuds Bank, for they were that. Very good. Never saw his money in the bank wins. Never. Saw, I've seen highlights since because there was a was there a brutal. Shelp Benjamin went through a brutal ladder on yeah, one of those. That didn't was twenty four. Yeah, I remember that. That looked horrid. And then twenty five was even though I was happy that he won. A lot of people in the crowd wanted Christian to win. So. Yeah. Um. So I'd be, I'd be really keen to do a punk episode because I know you're a big fan as well. I'd be. Uh, 
And then we could look at the promos as well and like see oh, just how good at the promos four, he is. Four or five punk matches, maybe five or six, fuck it, whatever. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then see, oh, shit, there's no bad promos there, is there? Um, you could easily what pick out what one or two ECW matches, one of the ladder in the banks, a Jericho match, Cena match, yeah, and then one a couple after that, I suppose. Um, Undertaker match was really good really at 29. Good. Uh, Lesnar match was really good. That, that was actually quite underrated. That was that the, the the Hell in a Cell one with Heyman on top. No, that was the one where um, he wrestled Lesnar at SummerSlam. It was like the uh, like the more hardcore kind of match, and the match afterwards yeah, yeah. was the Daniel Bryan Cena match. That's right. But yeah, there, I tell you, there was one. I think there was a really good match with him and Daniel Bryan. I think on like, I think it was just a oh, yeah, or a o- over the limit. Or was it actually yeah. was a was it there was a really that good was the one. one when they had Lauren Laurinaitis against Cena as a main event, and I was like, what the fuck? And but the match before that obviously being punk, yeah Brian that was, was a so really good. good that was when Brian was just on the start of his upswing wasn't it when yeah. he because he, he got he had his suspension and then they brought him back and they were that just was, building Brian at that yeah. point I loved his thing with Kane uh, when he like, oh, oh the hug the, the hug, hug yeah and I was like no we're gonna be diagrams these are diagrams I remember yeah. watching that live at, at Raw because I went to, at the O2 to watch it when oh. you had him Kane and Taker and seeing Taker's entrance again like <laughs> it was amazing I bet yeah I bet so uh, yeah we'll do that we'll do that but I don't mind we can do we can go back over, you know do a few fuck it why not I'll get some time Definitely, off for some good behaviour <laughs> you got like Owen Hart we can look at Bret Hart loads so many different wrestlers I've got the Bret I've got the Bret Hart box set somewhere at home and yeah that's I haven't watched that in a while but there's some really good matches on it. but you find when the WWE does those box sets per person yeah. They never put the best matches on there. They never. They, there is a few that we all agree on, but they never put the best ones on there. Maybe they put the most iconic parts, of, you know, matches because yeah. it's a title win or a whatever, but they never put quite the best matches on, I find, of these things. Bret Hart one isn't bad, but there's a few guys. He's, he's done. There's a few better matches than those. His uh, match against um, Mr. Perfect, King of the Ring 93, was really good perfect. as well. I mean, that was pretty much a perfect match and a really good story. Because yeah. for him to actually finally. T- I, Perfect had held that title for a while, from memory. He'd held that for a good amount of time. And that's when a title change meant something. Yeah. And also his matches against Owen Hart at WrestleMania as well. SummerSlam 94, really good. Like, yeah. had the amazing steel cage match. And they actually had the... The proper old blue yes. steel cage match. I used match to love those old. Back in the day. I used to love those It never seems at all, though, did it? At Not time, at all. But uh, didn't matter. And nowadays it seems so tall now, doesn't it? When was the last time you see someone walk out the door? Not very often. No, Just walk not out really. The door. Fuck it. I, I, You're done, mate. I actually got. I prefer the more NWE sort of one where it was it was like a proper end of a feud where actually they had to win by yeah, that was it. That was the end of a feud. That was it, and then move on to the next. Yeah. Mm. So uh, let's do it. Definitely, man. Cheers again, then, Nick. No worries. And always remember, guys, to always subscribe, like, and follow us. And we've been a wrestling. I'm going to shamelessly plug my solo music. Yeah, of course. Actually, going to ask if there's anything you want to plug. Yeah. Facebook.com forward slash Nick Eve Music. I'm a solo acoustic song songwriter. My gigs don't last this long, so if you've made it two hours and whatever odd minutes, fair play to you. You deserve a medal. And uh, yeah, check my music out. I'm selling CDs and I gig locally in Kent, so uh, check me out if that's all right. Awesome. And we've been there, wrestling guys. Take care and always remember you're fired. I'll do that. Okay. You're fired. Sexy, I've got the looks that drives the girls wild. I've got the moves that really move them. I said, chill up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy.
Hands off the merchandise. 